Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord, Lord, it is chat, chat time. time again. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time once again, where we discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So last week we were talking about uh, the topic about how it was better to give than to receive, and if you don't work, you don't eat. And I think um, we need to make a correction well, when we were talking about Paul in yes. Acts chapter 20. Right, a, a correction in the sense that Paul and Barnabas, I, I said last week that he lived off the church. He did, but it, in, the, in the beginning, Paul and Barnabas worked as tent makers so that he wouldn't be a burden on the church, but he couldn't do that all the time. And then there were times when he was under house arrest. There were times when he couldn't get out and make a living. And in those days and at those times, he relied on the saints. He relied on people to uh, help and give him aid. But when he could, he was independent and he would work with his own hands because he did have a skill. And Barnabas would do the same. But they couldn't do it all the time. You know, so he felt like if he imparted to them the spiritual, they had uh, to impart to him the natural. He said it was no more than right. Okay. All right, so now we can move on to our topics. Um, you know, there's so much on the Internet about Jesus and people, how they don't believe in, in God, how they don't regard the Lord, how they don't... Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it gets to the point where everything that is sort of connected with Jesus, they sort of, they make it common. I was looking at a commercial, it was about uh, what, uh, Humane Society of Rescuing Dogs, uh-huh. and they had this gospel song. <laughs> I said, what? I, I know. Or, or they have this um, perfume and, and this person is standing there in the choir singing, I want to praise you. You know, I just got to praise you. And I'm thinking, what is wrong with these people? I would be afraid to participate in anything like that where I just belittle 
God's glory, you know, giving him the honor. They, have, they just have no regard for the Lord. They mm-hmm. have no, they don't, you know, they just have no regard for the Lord. And, and while I was preparing for the program today, um, I saw this article on Yahoo, and it was about, what is her name, Christina Aguilera? Was she celebrated her 41st or 42nd birthday? But how did she celebrate it? And mm-hmm. and the fact that it's out there on Instagram and an article on Yahoo mm-hmm. is just amazing to me. She was celebrating it by burying her top <laughs> and <laughs> in celebration instead of thanking God that for another year, another day, another right. blessing, because she's blessed beyond right. Beyond many, many, many people. She's blessed with a voice. She's blessed. She's got the, you know, the Lord's given her a gift. And what does she do? <laughs> On her birthday, she just bears. Flashes her boobs, huh? Honestly. And, well, fine. But but then to put it on Instagram and then to have the media pick up on it and put an ar- put it on the internet, an article, and this world is just so upside down. I can't believe it. Right. Yes. So here, someone sent me this article about a new life, a new study from Lifeway Research, and and this this study found that most Americans believe that Jesus was born in Bethlehem more than two thousand years ago, but they don't believe, or less than half believe, that Jesus existed prior to being born on that first Christmas. So I don't know what they they're thinking. Well, they're thinking. They're not thinking in the terms of, of spiritual. See, they're thinking in terms of the natural. But, but prior to that, the Lamb, the Word, was here from the very beginning. But people don't associate the Word with Jesus. I mean, it's like a historical figure. It, you know, I think they're looking at it historically instead, instead of, spiritually. of spiritually. Even when they do documentaries about the Lord or about the Bible, period, or about the apostles, they approach it from historical instead of faith or spiritual based. And as a result, you know, I, I can't even go through a documentary. I, I end up turning the channel. So fewer than one in 10 Americans incorrectly identified reasons for Jesus' coming to earth. 9% believe that Jesus said he came to be served. <laughs> 8% think that he wanted to abolish the Old Testament law and prophets. <laughs> Eight percent say Jesus came to condemn sinners, which is all right. wrong. It's all opposite of why he came. Right. However, the study also found that many Americans are not sure if Jesus existed before his birth. Forty percent said that God's son ex- existed before the birth in Bethlehem, and thirty-two percent they disagreed with that. said, I don't know. I'm not sure. So the 2020 State of Theology study showed that 72% of Americans believe there is one true God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. The prophecies, such as those in Isaiah chapter 9, reflect that the Messiah would be the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. While these titles reflect... What people say is the Trinity. Um, some Americans do not connect that the Jesus born in Bethlehem 
with the Messiah who already existed as God now coming down in flesh. I mean, I don't know what they thought. They Like everything existed before God, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Like, I mean, the, the sea and the land and the animals and well, I, it was I, just already there. Well, they're not thinking in terms of spiritual. Like in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. They're thinking in terms of just Jesus being in the flesh, being a man. And then uh, in, in a previous LifeWay research study, more than nine in 10 Americans say they celebrate Christmas. But that's loosely, you know, I think that's a loose right. uh, study because I don't know what they mean by celebrate Christmas. The, the, it's not the spiritual Christmas. I think it's the carnal, the natural, the... Gift giving the right they they, they lose the whole, the, halls. the whole meaning of the birth of Christ. The Lord said he told Pilate, you know, I'm come. Pilate said, Are you the king of the Jews? He said, That's the reason why I came, you know, to let people know that he was king. He said, to this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. And everyone that is of the truth hears my voice. So if a person doesn't acknowledge the Lord, if a person doesn't give themselves over after hearing the truth, because it's true, every Lord said every man has sinned. So that's true. But the greater sin is after the Lord has revealed unto us the truth and we still reject him and still go in our own way, that's what the, the greater sin is. Because we all, the Lord called, called us and the Lord counted us all unworthy and counted us all as being under sin. But the greater sin is after he did that and then he shows us the truth, those who reject him in spite of that. That's what the problem is. I'm telling you, this world is upside down. And then, you know, we have, uh, we, we, the church, you know, saints, preachers, tell you that you shouldn't drink to excess. You should, you know, it's like you shouldn't practice pornography, look at pornography. And I ran, and people just poo-poo all these things. They think that, you know, when you tell somebody something, I think a lot of people feel like you're just telling them what to do or mm -hmm. what not to do, like right. you're trying to control them. Mm -hmm. And that's not it at all. And I ran across this article about Billie Eilish mm -hmm. and she's a singer and, 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 a, and, and not you know a young girl and she's drawing applause on both sides of the spectrum by speaking out against pornography and openly discussing how it destroyed her brain now this is someone who's uh, people look up to, people listen to her music, people, you know, would probably believe her over a, a minister or a preacher, you know, and she's saying that it, it destroyed her brain. She's a seven-time Grammy winner, and she made comments on the Howard Stern Show while discussing her childhood and her dating life, and she said, porn spoiled both. As a woman, I think porn is a disgrace. 
she turns, she, and she's young, she just turned 20 years old. And there's a lot of wisdom in what she says. And I used to watch a lot of porn, to be honest. I started watching porn when I was like 11. I thought that's how you learn how to have sex. I was watching abusive porn, to be honest, when I was like 14. I think it really destroyed my brain and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much porn. I think that I had like sleep paralysis and these almost night terrors, just nightmares because of it. I think that's how they started because I would just watch abusive porn. And at the time she said she was a virgin. I couldn't watch anything else unless it was violent, she said. And reflecting on porn's accessibility in society, Eilish added, I'm so angry that porn is so loved. Women's bodies don't look like that. We don't come like that. Eilish's stance on the issue is significant because of her popularity and her social media platform. On Instagram alone, she has nearly 100 million followers. On TikTok, she has more than 30 million followers. She won a Grammy for Record of the Year in 2019 and 2020 and for Album of the Year in 2019. The National Center on Sexual Exploitation thanked Eilish for speaking out, saying she had courage for doing so. And what... And, and th that is courage because what person who has done that, they're too ashamed to say that they've done it. They're too ashamed to say what it had done to them. They're too ashamed to let anybody else know. But Billy, this article says, Billy Eilish is a, absolutely right. Pornography is destructive. And then they're trying to introduce it into the schools said Dawn Hawkins, CEO of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. Her testimony sadly matches what research about the harms of pornography show, that childhood exposure to pornography affects children's developing brains and normalizes the sexual violence, exploitation, and abuse so frequently seen in online pornography. Yes. Modern online pornography is filled with extreme sexual violence. And I don't know why child, they say modern online pornography, period. Child sexual abuse, racism, and other disturbing and abusive content, yes. Hawkins added. Online pornography platforms are designed to hook even casual viewers to seek even more violent and extreme content. And there is no such thing as ethical pornography. No matter whether it's a woman or a man producing it, Pornography is created to keep the viewer watching and to dehumanize those used to create it. And I have to give her credit for coming out and yes. saying that. Now, maybe she doesn't have a spiritual background. I don't know. I have no idea. But she has the wisdom to know that mm. pornography is destructive, destructive right. and that it destroys your brain if you listen to it, it or watch you, it in, at an early age. And I don't care. It doesn't matter what age you Right. It makes you either masochistic, sadistic, or, or something because it teaches abuse. I have to give her credit for that. Yes. So now here's another article <laughs> on ChristianHeadlines.com. 
Recently, the Biden administration said it's reversing two decades of bipartisan precedent that and will allow pregnant women to receive the abortion pill by mail. Mm-hmm. Clearing the way for a landmark policy change that pro-lifers warn will have a de- devastating impact on women's health and safety. So at issue is a policy backed by the administrations of President Clinton, Bush, Obama, and Trump that requires the abortion pill to be dispensed in person as in clinics or doctor's offices. Well, I think they're doing this to get around having to go to the clinic but not being able to because it's like in Texas because of the new abortion laws. So now a person can basically get around that by having the pill mailed to them. You still yeah. have to have a you ha- still have to have it prescribed by or under supervision of a certified healthcare provider. That, that could be done, you know, and then you have it sent to the house. But gone is the requirement that if it only be dispensed in clinics, medical offices, and hospitals. Right. The Biden FDA previously had jettisoned the in-person requirement for the pandemic. Under the new policy, that those looser restrictions are permanent. The pro-life group Live Action called the new policy revolting. It this is. means that mothers will take the abortion pill at home with the possibility of hemorrhaging to death from undiagnosed ectopic pregnancy or adverse impacts of the drug. You don't know how that drug is going to affect you. Right, but it's your, like they said, it's their body. Their body and their choice, huh? Right, even though it's not the baby's body, it's not the baby's choice. You could go into labor early, deliver the child dead in a toilet, flush the baby into the sewer system. Yeah. And you're not supposed to even do flush a pill in the <laughs> medication down the toilet, but it's okay to flush a baby down the it's toilet. It's a shame before God. It's like by any means necessary. Right. They want to kill. They want to find a way we can spirit. kill this baby. Right. It's a murdering spirit. And the United States has shed so much innocent blood. There's just no way. Millions upon millions, millions. So anyway, live action said that because of this reckless decision, more mothers will die, more children will die, and the abortion pill will be more widespread than ever. And this is an example of how upside down. Yes, this world is. You, you want to show pornography in grade school. You know, you, you, you want to indoctrinate children. It's a shame before God. Instead of teaching them uh, the love of Christ, Nothing wrong with teaching them the love of Christ and to live in the Lord, and thereby you live a life of integrity. Nothing wrong with that. No, they want to be as base and as low and as backwards as they can get. And then moving on, Wisconsin governor vetoes the bill requiring medical care for babies who survive an abortion. That's a shame. So what is that, maybe just struggling and suffering and dying? Well, I'm thinking that the bill probably is too broad. See, I don't know how they're going to word that because if the baby survives the abortion, who's going to take care of the child, raise the child? It's like it, it, they just shouldn't be having any abortions whereby a baby can survive outside the mother's womb. It should not be allowed 
to be aborted. Once they know that the baby has the possibility of surviving, once taken out of the mother's womb, there should be no abortion. That's what, the, that's what they were, they're trying to fight now. Late-term abortion should be outlawed. Evers vetoed uh, Senate Bill 16, which would require that doctors who are present when a baby survives an abortion exercise the same degree of professional skill, care, and diligence to preserve the life and health of the child as would be given any other baby of the same gestational age. The bill also requires that the baby be immediately transported and admitted to a hospital. Under the language of the bill, mothers may not be prosecuted if violations occur. He also vetoed Senate Bill 593, which would prohibit abortions based on sex or disability diagnosis, such as Down syndrome. The bill's text says the doctor may not perform an abortion if he or she knows that the woman is seeking an abortion solely because of a disability, race, national origin, or sex. According to WKOW, Evers also vetoed bills that would have banned money from Badger Care, which is a state insurance program, from going to abortion providers. Would require that doctors tell women seeking a chemical abortion, which is the abortion pill, that the procedure could possibly be reversed. And would require doctors treating mothers whose fetus tests positive for congenital congestion to provide educational resources on that condition. In other circumstances, babies born alive during operations are given care. Why should this change during an abortion? It, it shouldn't, it's, the life is precious. That is understood. But because the baby is not wanted, I don't think the bill went far, far enough to say, what do you do with the baby after the baby has come into the world besides just assigning a room in the hospital? Somebody has to take on the legal responsibility and guardianship of that child. And that's why he probably vetoed it, because it doesn't go far enough in the interest of the child. But in the meantime, these, these poor babies are going to be suffering and they're going to be dying. Mm. Anyway, another one our article sent to me is about California will become an abortion sanctuary in a post-Roe world under a controversial new plan supported by Governor Newsom that urges the state to pay for lodging, transportation, and other expenses when out-of-state residents seek an abortion. Now, isn't that sweet? Yeah, but, I mean, they can go ahead and, and do that if they want to. They're still not going to this, uh, allow them to escape. They're still going to have to face God. I mean, man, uh, they might be able to slip by, but they're not going to be able to escape God's chastisement or judgment. Yeah, he say he's angry with the wicked every day. Right. They're going to have to give an account for this. President of um, Lila Rose, president of Live Action, tweeted, Pure evil. California politicians have unveiled their plan to make state... America's baby to make the state America's baby slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. How unbelievably ghoulish. I know. I mean, these are some of the tweets. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil, tweeted J.D. Greer, 
pastor of the Summit Church in North Carolina and the immediate past president of the Southern Baptist Convention. Woe to them. And that's quoting from Isaiah chapter 5, verse, chapter 5, verse 20. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. It's absolutely amazing. Yes, it is. How people are heartless. Very, very heartless. So I don't know. That just that just gets to me. There, there's all kinds of articles out there, and, and especially since the uh, Supreme Court abortion hearing is going on, and we won't know what the what's going to be decided until maybe June of uh, nec- of um, next this year. year. Oh, okay, this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. It would take five votes on the nine-member court to uphold the Mississippi law and to overturn Roe. Legal experts from the center and the left also said the arguments went well for pro-lifers, but you never know. Um, Chief Justice John Roberts asserted that Mississippi's 15-week ban is similar to the laws in the vast majority of other countries, apparently referencing the United States liberal abortion laws, which allow abortion through all nine months of pregnancy, Robert said. We share that standard with the People's Republic of China and North Korea. And that's really saying something. Anyway, that pretty much ends our uh, program for today. It, I know it's kind of a gloom and doom program, but... Um, if people would just heed to what the Lord says, I don't, I don't think this world would be so upside down and so uh, perverted and so uh, people wouldn't be so con- confused and messed up. Right. So I don't know. That's, that's the end of our program. Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's Verse of the day comes from John three sixteen, the most famous verse in the Bible. One of the most famous verses in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, ain't God all right? God it is, is all, all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought was, what year is the year of release? And the answer is the seventh year. That answer can be found in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 9, which reads, Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart, saying the seventh year, the year of release, is at hand, and thine I be evil against the poor brother, and thou givest him naught. And he cry unto the Lord against thee, and it be sin unto thee. This week's food for thought is a wholesome tongue is what? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.